You're listening to Lockdown Parenting with Nathan Oliver, my dad. Hi, I'm Nathan Oliver and this is Lockdown Parenting. I'm a pastor of the church next door in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm a dad to two amazing, energetic daughters. In this podcast miniseries, I have conversations of grace with parents to find out what they're learning about themselves and parenting and how they're handling family life in isolation. If you're a mum or a dad out there adjusting to conditions that are a little more challenging than usual, I hope you'll be encouraged as you listen. Hey everyone and welcome. It's good to have you with me today. It's day 26 of coronavirus isolation time and it's it's getting a bit boring. <laughs> How are you finding it? Um, I really like the chat on the show today and I hope you're going to enjoy it too. Uh, but first, here's something I want to let you know about. I've really enjoyed making this podcast mini-series and it's been lots of fun. And in particular, I've loved um, chatting with all the different people and learning from them. I've learned so much in doing this. Um, but I just want to remind you that the whole reason I made, I wanted to make this podcast mini-series is because when everything happened with the lockdown stuff, I would chat to parents and for many, the adjustment to their parenting situation was the most pressing concern. And it was really important that... Um, we found a way to talk about this. So I just want to do something to encourage them. But as time has gone on, I've noticed that a lot of um, relationships of all kinds have been put under the microscope to a degree. I'm talking about marriages and friendships and single people looking for love and dating relationships. And some people have enjoyed things more, but there's a lot of people out there who are wrestling with stuff on a relational level. So coming up from me and The Church Next Door is a new podcast mini-series to encourage people during isolation and beyond. And as a way of encouraging you out there, I'm going to be exploring these relationships and chatting with some interesting people about marriage and, and, and dating and being single and friends and all of that stuff. So stay tuned and tell your friends. Um, okay, so on today's chat. Um, we have Ben and Jess Connolly who live in Texas with their three kids and I'm really glad we got to hear from a couple together. I think it provides a really good perspective. Uh, we haven't had any, any couples on the program so far so yeah it's really great. Um, ben and Jess are super lovely and smart and they were actually supposed to be coming to Melbourne and to visit and, and to also do some you know stuff for us about parenting and share with us about that uh, but then you know coronavirus happened so this is the next best thing and i'm really glad we got to hear from them you will be too here it goes sorry I'm, there's this one more kid about to run past my door <laughs> <laughs> stones <laughs> This is actually the perfect way to start this because your kids have come in and our kids have come in. We're talking about parenting yeah. while we're all home together. That's it. It's it's beautiful. All right. All right. Hi, Ben and Jess. How are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. It's, thanks for joining me. Thanks for coming and having a chat about parenting during the COVID-19 crisis. How's everything going for you? during this time yeah i think uh i'll I'll speak for for both of us on this and then jess can correct me where i misspeak (laughs) for her but uh in general i think we're we're adjusting i think everybody's adjusting right now um 
there's moments where we still feel a little bit overwhelmed. I, I have a full-time job. Jess, Jess has a part-time job. She's considered essential. She thinks it's funny that she's considered essential, but she's, she's working part-time out of the house. Um, and also then some stuff in the house as well. And then learning to homeschool and I'm sure Australian kids don't interrupt and climb all over you, but American kids do interrupt and climb all over us. So (laughs) (laughs) to navigate that and all of life and that kind of stuff. But, uh, but we're finding a lot of, uh, we're learning. I think I I would say we're, we're learning a lot of ways to, to enjoy it too. So family walks and bike rides and more consistent meals together. Um, yeah, we're learning what our little neighborhood public schools taught and where we need to maybe fill in some gaps and taking really? you know, longer, longer bedtimes, more laughter and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's yeah. been really interesting because I feel like in some aspects, life seems like it's really slowed down. Um, and it's really enjoyable to have that slower pace and to not feel like, you know, you're running from, school to afternoon activities and figuring out homework mm-hmm. and things like that. And so that slow down yet on the flip side, it's, it seems like squeezing school for the kids and work and all the regular household chores in life into a day just mm-hmm. doesn't calculate math wise. Sometimes it feels like, so on the one hand, everything seems super slower and more restful and relaxing. On the other hand, it seems very crunched together yeah yeah that's uh, to be honest like that's probably my favorite bit about this so far is the not having the school drop-offs the making school lunches every morning and all that but you're so right yeah there's so much other stuff that's like our house is way messier than it always is and we're cleaning (laughs) way more than we've ever cleaned yeah Yeah. but then we're exhausted yeah yeah yeah, I can't help but sometimes think about the cleaning. You know, no one's coming over. Like, should we really bother? Like, <laughs> maybe just <laughs> let's just leave it how it is. No one's gonna see. Yeah. So what what is it? What are your days looking like at the moment? What are you getting up to? Well, um, it is kind of one of those where I feel like during the during the week, each day looks a little different depending on if I'm working out of the house or not, or working from home. But for us, it's really been about the mornings have been usually either a bike ride or chase basically Ben and I trying to exercise by chasing the children on their bikes and trying to keep up with them, (laughs) trying to get some form of exercise in and school in the mornings. And then um, trying to carve out some time in the afternoon to get some work stuff done while they, read or play upstairs or things like that. But um, yeah, and Ben working from his office and trying to keep the kids quiet at times when he has certain calls. And But then the reality of whoever he's on the phone with on the other line has their kids. And so there is a mm. lot of grace in this season for that. But I don't, I don't feel like we have one day that plays on repeat necessarily. Yeah. There's there is some schedule for sure, but it looks different in the way it plays out day to day. Yeah. 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 I, I, Even just oh, go ahead, Nick. No, no, no. Just say, oh, yeah, I, can, I feel like that's the same for us here too. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I think one thing that's been interesting is um, 
so working working from home is not new for me. Working from home with everybody at home is um, right. And uh, and even so, my first grader uh, and and third grader have have Zoom calls with their class now. And so we're navigating who gets who gets the internet bandwidth. Is it is it me or my my seven year old? Um, so having to think about calls around that and um, yeah, just especially if Jess is out of the house, just you know, what's it look like to work and, and work well from here, but also be, be available. And I don't know that we found that balance a hundred percent yet on different days. Yeah. Okay. Now I should have mentioned this earlier, but how many kids do you guys have? We have three, we have um, a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. Yeah. Right. So normally they're, they're all at school during the week. Um, our girls, the nine-year-old and the seven-year-old are at school during the week. And then our five-year-old, he has preschool just a couple days a week. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'm used to doing work when he's at school. And so, and carving out and making yeah. that time be time for me to work. And so, yeah, but now yeah. they're all all the time. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you mentioned before, like you're making bedtimes longer and you're laughing more and all that sort of stuff. Like how is, have you been planning things to do differently or are you just kind of going with the flow? Like, is there anything that you've um, figured out as like, you know, this works during this time? Yeah. Yeah. I figured out, no, figuring out some days. Um, (laughs) It's a process. um, Yeah. I think that one of the things that we, um, we've tried to do is kind of make a little bit of a, a starting point schedule, um, for, for during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've rearranged it a few days here and there, but, but really we found that it's helpful for both our kids and for us. Um, cause the first couple of days, you know, everything from like us getting up and going, okay, how are we going to fill our kids time? And this was before, you know, it took a little bit for some of the schools to, to, uh, help with some projects or assignments. Um, for, for context, we, we were out on spring break for a week, uh, and then wow. didn't just didn't go back after that. And so none of the teachers had any of their supplies cause they'd just been out for, you know, the, the spring holiday. Um, and so mm-hmm. it, it took about a week for them to be allowed back into the schools to start sending home, you know, here's some lesson plans or sample assignments or that kind of stuff. And so during that initial week, you know, we wanted to do a few things, um, but also just give our kids a little bit of a schedule. And so a, a starting point schedule helped us rather than waking up and going like, Oh, what should we do today? How should we fill it? Like we knew, okay, the night before we need to carve out some time for school or let's make sure there's a craft every day or that kind of stuff. Just, mm-hmm. It helped us ahead a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then for our kids, it just helped them know like, no, you cannot wake up and start watching, you know, screen time every time you ask when you get bored every 30 minutes and you cannot have a snack every few, every little <laughs> bit. And so just, just giving them a little bit of a schedule, um, has been helpful. Yeah. And, and so to yeah. our bedtime, we did, we did start bedtime. We didn't start it any earlier than normal, but they're staying up a little later because they can sleep in a little later. They don't have to be at school in the morning. So we, we planned it a little bit. And then every day there's some like, well, we could do this or we could change this around or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Although you, you're not the first people I've spoken to are talking about your kids sleeping in. Like I've never heard of this, like kids, kids sleeping in and 
this is the grace that you're learning as parents <laughs> is letting your kids sleep in. It just yeah. depends on what your definition of sleeping in is. Yeah, what time are your kids getting sure. up? Oh, 6.30. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ours are sleeping in. Yeah. Sorry. That's good. I don't think our kids are sleeping in as late, but we did tell them that when they wake up, that they can spend some time either playing Legos in their room or reading or play, you know, playing quietly. Don't wake your siblings. A couple of their girls share a room. And so don't wake each other up if the other person's sleeping. But um, we'd kind of tell them that they can't come down until about eight or so. So they're, right. sleep, they're sleeping in anyways. The soonest that they're probably waking up is maybe 7.30. But then there, there's like a maybe 30 minutes in there where they like, either rest or read or play Legos or whatever up in their rooms. That's great. So, That's really great. Yeah. yeah. So they're staying in as well as sleeping in, which is good. Right. This is right. just, right. just as good. So <laughs> <laughs> how about you guys as parents? Um, what are you learning about yourselves as parents during this time? How are you growing as parents? Um, yeah. Tell me about that. I think one of the big, one of the biggest things that we've learned um honestly, more so than even during the normal chaos and hustle of life is really the need to make weekends weekends and the need to like carve out a true time of rest and Sabbath on the weekends, like have a day that is really set aside for just resting. It can be so easy when you're working from home to like let our work like bleed into the weekends because, oh, I didn't finish this or whatever. And it can seem, well, now the home is your office and the office is your home and all that kind of stuff. And so I think for us, one of the main things has really just been um, on Fridays when we're done, we are done. Um, Mm. And really taking one of those days to kind of um, be intentional about resting and Sabbathing and just playing more, putting our technology, like putting phones away, not and taking as much like news um, or things like that. And just to be more present and prayerful. Um, And then the other day typically is also just kind of a family logistical life catch up day. Let's do laundry. Let's clean those days that kind of some of that stuff so that it helps um, through the weekend or through the week, then not feeling like that on top of everything else that we are now doing as you know, I had a friend joke about how she's like, now she is the teacher, the principal, the counselor, the PE <laughs> coach, the, like all the things on top of everything you were before. Yeah. And you're that during the week, but on the weekends, you can just be a family and just be um, able to pause the, all the other things for a time. And I have found that so much more needed um, mm. than during the, like this is a rhythm I want to continue on when because all this craziness, you know, hopefully will not last forever. We will hopefully. finally emerge yeah. on the other <laughs> side of this. And this mm. is a rhythm I really we had been being intentional about Sabbath and our weekends prior to this, but I think that this is just something that more so I I didn't realize the depth of which my like mind and heart would need 
a break mm-hmm. and need mm. just rest. Um, in light of all of the heaviness of like doing all the things, but then also just like the heaviness of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's one of the main things for me, I think for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting you say that. Like for me, one of the things that I've I've been noticing within myself is like this temptation to be productive, like like everything's shutting down, but like I, I feel like I have to be productive and, and that means that I have to work in every spare moment, every spare second and sometimes it's even mean as a dad, it's even meant as a dad like, um, you know, my, my kids are the ones who feel the frustration of me not being as productive as I can be or as I would normally be. And yeah, it's just that that really needing to remember, hey, like um, me, like like exactly what you're saying. Yeah, well, I have to switch off. I can't, I can't let you know what I'm able to produce define who I am, and and for me to mm-hmm. to be, you know, my value as a, even as a dad or as a person, just in general, like I can't be defined by what I'm putting out there. So there has to be lines around that stuff. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. What were what were you gonna say? Yeah, uh, nothing else specifically on on that. Um, I think the what hit me about taking a day, you know, away and and you know, for for Christians, for for folks who follow Jesus, like the idea of Sabbath has been baked into our DNA. But it's it's one of the one of the least followed <laughs> commands, yeah. um, kind of stuff. And and what really hit me the the first weekend the first saturday after kind of our city went into lockdown and you know there's news all the time that kind of stuff like my my eyes were just so exhausted from yes. literally <laughs> you know, I, would, I would stay up late at night waiting for like the one piece of news that never came of course but i was waiting for the one piece of news that was going to make it all make sense to me or make it all go away and it's after spending mm. you know all day, all day on zoom meetings and that kind of stuff and, and staring at mm-hmm. screens and and struck me is like my eyes are probably just an indicator of of my whole being of just like just need a break need to shut it all down need to walk away um and so somehow we've moved off of parenting into what's wrong with my unjust souls but um but that's <laughs> <what you mean. laughs> yeah. take a break um <laughs> I like I feel like though this translated for us I'm going to tie it back to parenting because I do think that for us, it became one of those where our kids during the week are seeing us try to balance all of those things. And, um, you know, I'm sitting with them in the table at the table in the mornings and we're doing homeschool stuff. And then, um, you know, they're, I'm, I'm here working at times, but I think, over the weekends, we can just be present with them and pour into them and play with them and laugh with them. Mm. Not that we don't do that during the week at times, but it is a lot more squished into a week. And it is like, there are times during the week where I'm like, no, I I have to finish this right now. And then we can read the book or then we can do whatever. Um, and during the weekend, it, it's just a lot more of like a yes, and let's be present, and let's play, and let's paint your nails, and let's go on another like bike ride, even though we've already gone on one. This, you know, like a lot more of that kind of stuff. And so I think it just kind of helps, kind of fill everyone up a little bit. So then during the week, it's easier because you really have had really good 
present sweet time together as a family. So mm-hmm. it helps it helps a little bit with the balance. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, heaps. That's really good. Yeah, I think one thing that uh, that we're learning um, is that we have a lot to learn from our kids too. Um, in that, like, so, like my son especially, he's just he's he's our youngest. Um, he he would tell you if you asked him, like, hey, what do you want to what do you, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, I want I'm not I want to be. He would go, I'm a, I'm an artist. Like, I'm already an artist. <laughs> um, and so he just like he just. <laughs> he'd be very happy just wandering around the world um, looking at the intricacies of a leaf. And that's, that's just not me. And, um, you know, so I, I can be, I can become in by my own devices. I can become frustrated with them. Like, come on, let's go, let's hurry, let's, let's move. Um, but just realizing like there's things from, from each of our kids that, you know, even, even God talks about like a faith, like a child and, and learning to see the world or, or learning to even approach, you know, the fact that they're home um, through their eyes can teach us a lot about ourselves and our tendencies. Can teach us a lot about life. Can teach us a whole lot about God. Um, mm. and, and and there's been moments, convicting moments, where we, you know, hey, I can I can manipulate this day where my kids give me a little bit extra of a break, and then remembering like Jesus who said, no, 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 let the children come to me, um, and use use kids as a picture of His kingdom. Um, and I think in my in my best moments, uh, and, and we've talked a little bit about this, but just you know, realizing realizing God's God's fatherliness and our own childlike posture before Him, um, mm. and He doesn't get annoyed with His kids. In fact, He asks us to come and, and make requests of Him all the time, and mm. He wants us and He wants to give His goodness and and show endless grace and provide everything. Um, and so moments when moments when I don't do that with my kids um, helps me just by contrast even uh, remember his his goodness and his perfection. Um, mm. So that's been a learning for me as a parent. Yeah, that's great. That's that's so good. And I'm I'm like a, I'm listening to you guys talk and thinking, wow, you guys are really, you know, tuning in as parents as well. Like you you're taking notice of of your reactions and what's going on inside of you guys and it also like what's happening for your kids too so it's just i'm really encouraged to hear how you're approaching it as parents it's really helpful for me to take that on board thanks um now jess you mentioned earlier some of the um kind of sabbath type stuff the rest rhythm uh was something that you're looking forward to um to continuing on when we're out of isolation uh, what is, is there anything else that you guys are, are, are hoping continues when this is all done? Oh, it's a good question. That is Nathan. a good question. <laughs> yes, uh, I do think that some of the family, like some of our more like being outside, bike rides, that kind of thing, continues for sure. Um, I think too, I think it's just, uh, we will have to like, hopefully fold back in some of these things instead of just jumping back into everything. And I think just like being prayerful and considering what we're saying yes to as we're jumping back in and being mindful and wise about how we're shepherding and stewarding the time that God has given us. Um, 
So we don't just fill our days or fill our calendars with things to fill them, but to be just really thoughtful. Um, mm-hmm. what God is calling us to, because it's one of those things when, when your whole schedule is basically erased minus like the work that you have and the relationships that are in your household and just caring for the people in, in your house, like mm-hmm. you remove a lot of stuff. And so what is, what is necessary um, mm. and then what is like good and valuable and what is kind of not for now kind of thing. And so just kind of when we fall back in wanting to be wise about how we're spending our time um, yeah, for sure. Cause I think that some of these slower rhythms, like we talked about at the beginning, just of it's so weird how some things can seem slower. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to lose all of that. I don't think that we, you never see Jesus rushing or hurrying about in scriptures. And I don't want to, I don't want to be a person that's just hurrying and rushing so much that I'm missing out on what God has for me. And I don't want to, to be a household that does that. I don't want my, our marriage to be a marriage that hurries and hustles. And I don't want us to raise children that are just a hurried mindset. So, mm-hmm. thing for sure. Mm, that's great. Yeah, that's great perspective. Really good. Thank you. Thank you. And um, yeah, there's a lot for me to take on board from that, and hopefully for other people as well. Um, really appreciate your time, guys. I know it's getting late where you are, so <laughs> thanks very much for joining with me and and uh, having a conversation. Really appreciate it. No, our pleasure. I mean, to the to the point of the podcast, uh, the only time that we could do this was after our kids are in bed, or else you'd, you'd <laughs> yeah. get there. <laughs> oh that's great well um yeah all the best for the rest of the isolation time um yeah and thanks again you as well here's my reflection from today someone wrote in to ask about how do we motivate our kids in this type of environment when all the normal bribes like getting to go on play dates and stuff they're all taken away Now, I think this is specifically related to the frustration of kids not doing what we ask, which I can relate to. I can relate to this for sure. And and where I feel it most is getting the kids into the car, which is something that we do multiple times a day. And I think, surely, guys, you're little, but you can be experts at this. There's but it just seems like there's always some interruption they can find along the way and it's incredibly frustrating to me and it reminded me of something that Ben was saying in this episode about when he gets frustrated as a parent and he talked about how God doesn't get frustrated with his kids with us he forgives us and it's kind of like that's his predominant position position that he stands before us in now Ben was saying that knowing the grace of God shown to him helps him be gracious toward his own kids as a father. Now, the thing about this is, this is a great truth, and the thing about it is, where we need to know it, to remember it, is actually in the mundane spaces of life. Like, I'm saying, it's not always the destination I struggle with, it's the journey, like literally, that's not a metaphor, getting into the car. Those are the bits that happen a million times a day, which tells, like, and, and that's where I need it, which tells me a couple of things. There's not some aha moment where I learn a big lesson and don't need to keep learning this. I need this all the time, which means I need to continually look to God's grace and I need to make a habit 
out of doing that, right? But secondly, if God is able to offer me His grace again and again and again and again, then He's the kind of parent I want to learn from and know, and 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 He's the best example I can point my kids to by modeling going to Him again and again and again. This is what I'm learning as a dad. How about you? Thanks for listening, guys. I'd love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, anything you want to say. You can get in touch with us at our Facebook page to search for The Church Next Door or via the contact section on our website. Or try us on Instagram at The Church Next Door, Mel. That's M-E-L-B. We'd love to hear from you. See ya! Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast comes from The Church Next Door.